This is the Parenting with a Side of Vodka podcast. The kids are asleep and the bottle is popped. Here's your hosts, Danny and John. Good enough, smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like me. And that's okay. Stuart Smalley? Yes. I got you. SNL. Yeah, I like it. You know, it's funny because people say that doing aspirations with your kids is very good for their self-esteem. And maybe it's because we're a generation that grew up watching Saturday Night Live. (laughs) So I like it. We're that warped. A little bit, yeah. But the quote, as a parent, sometimes you second guess yourself. True. You know, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not smart enough to do this. And your kids definitely don't like you all the time. Right. I mean, they make you feel like that sometimes. Pretty much, yeah. So that's why I wanted to lead in this week with that quote. I like it. Okay. I like it. So now what? Is that it? Are we done? (laughs) Yeah, we're done. Episode (laughs) over. Um, no, I, I dig it. And, um, and I think it's, it's relevant because we, we do, you know, try to have our kids have better self-esteem than we did growing up. Sure. You know, my favorite Stuart Smalley was the one with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Right. And he's cracking up in the mirror. (laughs) That is classic. If you don't know what we're talking about, go to YouTube, search Stuart Smalley. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. You're welcome. All right. So last Friday, International Podcast Day. Happy International Podcast Day to you. Same to you. Thank you. Everybody go hug your favorite podcaster. Okay, come here. Come oh, on. Thank oh, you. Bring it in. Bring it in. <laughs> you think you tried to cop a feel? No. Look, International Podcast Day. We've been doing fairly well in season two here. And one thing we want to do. Gosh darn it. I think they like us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One thing I want to do is sort of spotlight some of our loyal listeners, because on our podcast hosting site, we can actually see all the cities of where our listeners are located, where they listen from. That's right. We can see you. We're in your homes. We could tell what device they listened on. We could tell what time of day they listened. We could tell what they were wearing. We can ask. No, no, we can't. We can ask Alexa to patch us into their kitchen and be like, "What's for dinner?" (laughs) Hey, you can't ask Alexa to listen to Parenting with a Side of Vodka. Did you know that? I did know that, but now everybody knows it. So if you haven't, give it a try. Okay, so a loyal listener for this season. Last season we had like Singapore. We had some really far out there ones that were pretty cool. But we've had a loyal listener in. I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right. Ua Beach. Hawaii. It's nice. EWA Beach, Hawaii. Okay. And it would be really cool if they reached out to us, you know, email us. Or a tweet or Facebook, Instagram. Instagram, email. We're on the Twitter now. We're on the we're tweeting. So whatever you're comfortable with, just reach out to us. You know, let us know who you are. We want to say hi. I would like a little hula video, maybe some fire dancing. Yeah. Now dude. you're talking. No. <laughs> definitely send me some fire dancing then um but no honestly yeah it'd be great to hear from you we would uh love to know what you like best what you like least maybe maybe we'll have them on with us yeah reach out absolutely reach out and touch someone wasn't that like a it was an mci or something uh i think it was at&t was it back in the 80s remember when you used to have to have a long distance provider yeah i do (laughs) You had the MCI, AT&T, Sprint. 
Remember your parents yelling at you if you were on the phone too long and it was long distance? Oh, yeah. So like expensive. if you dialed one, you were incurring charges. Yeah. And nights and weekends were cheaper. And then it became nights and weekends on your cell phone. And now we've just completely aged ourselves. Hi, millennials. We used <laughs> to have phones that you had to stand next to the wall and talk on. And get tangled in the cord and of. Get, and you were only allowed to talk on the phone after 7 p.m. or on the weekends because that's when it was cheapest to talk. Otherwise, it was like 25 cents a minute. And like Danny, you were on a party line every weekend. I was not. Yeah, you were. So, hey, you know, speaking <laughs> of the party lines, sure. um, I just saw on social media, and I don't remember, I want to say it was on Twitter. We'll pull it up. I'm looking. Yes. It's called Spaces, and it's on Twitter, and it's literally like a party line. You go on, people are talking, it's live, and it tells you how many people are listening in each space. Are you and kidding? there's topics, right? I just found this. Let's do it. Go live. I don't know if we can put people on without them knowing. Like, would we they have to go? They can't just join us? No. Like the conversation? We are not a space. We would join this space. I don't know how you right, create join a, space. a space. Let's join a space. Um. <laughs> well, let's see what we have. We have crypto no, episode no, no. Get four. Out of how here. crypto loans. Sh- okay. Yeah. I'm that's- a billionaire now. I'm bankrupt. Now I'm a billionaire. Now I'm bankrupt. Oh, dreams and past lives. Join it. Join it. I don't think we can do that because then people would be on our podcast with, and we would I need know. their permission. Just join it and see okay, what happens. Let's see what happens. Never done this before. I know. This is fun. This is exciting. We are not airing the actual audio. La la la. What you hang up for? Because they're having a conversation <laughs> about really important things, past lives, and that person sounded really sincere, and I don't want to be like, hi, you're on our podcast. Well, we could have told him the story, which Sal used to tell us when he was like one year- Oh my gosh, remember when he was like, mommy, you remember when I had bottles and they were made of glass? Because he was like, hey, mommy, when he told me that he used to have a sister- And that when he was a baby, hey, do I remember when his bottles used to be glass? Glass bottles have not been around since. Plus, he was way too young to even know that. He was like. Yeah, he was telling us that when he was. Yeah, he was like two years old. So our kid is a demon. No, I'm just kidding. He's not. Could have totally talked to him about that. Well, that's okay. All right. So we're on Twitter. Find us on Twitter, any social media. And don't forget to share and subscribe to this podcast. And if you have a space on Twitter that you can recommend for us, please do, because we are just entering the world of spaces. Okay. Sorry. I got off on a tangent. No, that was fun. Exciting. Yeah, it is, right? So that was a cool thing I just learned. So as I was saying, speaking of not holidays, but days of note, I would be remiss not to mention that it is October and October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So, ladies, you do need to take care of yourselves and your tatas and go take the girls to go get a mammogram. Talk to your doctor. And um, sometimes, even if you think you're too young, sometimes they like to get a baseline. And it's always nice because when you're young and they're perky and they're nice and lush, like the person will tell you like, oh, your boobies are really dense. And that's a good thing. That just means they're nice and taut. Anyways, the older you get, the less dense and perky they get to be. Yeah, it's just, (laughs) (laughs) thanks, kids. (laughs) Don't worry, we love them anyway. Yeah, uh, luckily my... In any stage, (laughs) any density, 
So for the gentlemen out there who are not aware of what a mammogram is, and for those of you that are like, oh no, I'm turning, what, 40 or however old you are, and I got to go have that uncomfortable doctor's appointment. Well, let me just clue you in that us girls go every year and we stand in front of a machine where the technician manhandles one bosom at a time and pretty much makes you stand sideways and put this arm up and lean this way and oh, just a little. And you're like barely balancing. And then they they're like, okay, don't move. And they push a button. And it is like when they drop down that big metal thing to smush all the cars together. They <laughs> Don't ask me how this detects anything, but right. that's the way it works. But don't let me deter you, ladies. Early detection is really important. So I'm kind of joking, but I'm kind of serious that, you know. You got to go get it done. You go, go get the tachas checked. Everybody loves them. Keep them healthy. So anyways, it is um, October and we wear pink for the boobies. So so are we going to change our logo to pink for this month? You know what? That's a fantastic idea. I will do that. Okay. You know, interestingly, I saw a tweet the other day. It was something about uh, a woman whose two-year-old son wanted to wear pink or have his hair pink or something he wanted was pink. And the mom was totally cool with it, right? But her worry was other people would either mistake her son for a girl or they would say like, oh, why are you wearing pink? Pink is for girls or, you know, that kind right. of thing. It got me thinking that it's not just about how you raise your children. Like if you want them to be open minded, because let's face it, color is not a gender. Color is a color. It's just a color on a spectrum. Right. Real men wear pink. There is nothing wrong with pink. But it's not just about how you raise your child. It's also about how also raising them to, you know, be able to brush off comments from other people because people can be cruel or people can be just mental. It makes it really difficult to raise your children without taking into account other people, too. Sure. When we were kids, the only guys that wore pink were the obnoxious yuppie guys oh, that nobody liked collars. in 80s movies. <laughs> And they had extremely short khaki shorts on with it, right? Just like frat guys do today. <laughs> what goes around comes around, I guess. No offense to frat guys. But yeah, it's true because it's always had sort of a negative connotation. Well, listen, we're human. I'm human. As such, I was conditioned growing up at an impressionable age that boys didn't wear pink. That's how I was raised, for good or bad. Right, for that's sure. That's how I'm conditioned. I won't wear or buy a pink shirt. I just unless don't, I don't buy want it for to. You, unless I buy it for you. I have a salmon-colored shirt. You do? That's probably as close as I'll get. I just don't feel comfortable. I don't want to wear it. Other guys wearing it doesn't bother me, but it's how I'm conditioned. I'm a product of the environment that I grew up in. So parents need to realize that if they're worried about that, you know, how people are going to react to their little boys wearing pink, they need to have them wear pink and change change that. Change the perception, right? We exactly. To, we have to we have to just change the narrative. Change the narrative. Absolutely. Have them wear pink and then support them. Absolutely. I agree. So Sal, and I'm not sure that we've mentioned this before in the podcast, but when we were shopping for uh school supplies, he saw this lunchbox that was like this Harry Potter lunchbox, but it was covered in sequins. 
black sequins, which black is not a color. It's the absence of color. Sure, but I think it's the... But uh, it's the sequins, the which sequins. gives the connotation that it's for girls. And he really wanted it. And I was like, buddy, that's awesome. But I just want you to know that you could have some kids that say, oh, that's a girl's lunchbox. I will tell you, it's not a girl's lunchbox. It's just a lunchbox. But do we need to talk about how you would, you know, handle that? And he was like, it's my lunchbox and I like it. And I was like, and that's perfect. And that's all you have to say. You know, I felt like I had to prepare him for negativity. So I think it's just a thing. We do need to change the narrative and we need to allow our kids to just enjoy what they enjoy, right? And be cool with it and be cool with other kids. Like if you see a boy playing with a doll, he's just playing, right? Isn't that what makes us learn how to be caring and to be gentle with a smaller species like a puppy or a kitten? I mean, we learn early from the toys that we play with, right? So instead of smashing trucks together, if a little kid wants to play with a doll that's there, A, you know, maybe they're just playing because they want to play with the little girl that's sitting next to them just to be friends. Sure. Or B, they're just expressing the fact that they can be gentle and there's nothing wrong with that. There's no gender in gentle. <laughs> Anyways, I think this also brings us back to the fact that you own a lavender hoodie. That's right. I mentioned the salmon colored shirt and that was a point of contention early on in the existence of this podcast was the lavender sweatshirt you got me. It sort of took on a life of its own. So if if you're just finding us in this season two, you got to go back to season one. You got to check out the Lavender Sweatshirt episode, episode. and all the bits associated with it. And um, just for the record. It's one of my favorites now. It's super soft, right? Yeah, it is. And it looks amazing with your skin tone and you get a lot of compliments on it. So <laughs> just saying. Man, we've sort of gotten real heavy with this episode with breast cancer awareness and open-mindedness, what your child's wearing. We need to lighten it up a little bit. I like it. So let's do a wheel of memes. Yay! Okay. Wheel of memes! Here it goes. Give it a good push. We got Mama Dearest. Let's see what Mama Dearest had to say. So if you don't know, Wheel of Memes is we select some of the top memes that relate to this show and parenting and very humorous on all social media. And we put them on a wheel and then we spin it and it selects one and we talk about it. Now, Mama is a M-O-M-M-E-H underscore Dearest. Mama. 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 <laughs> On this episode of Parenting with a Side of Vodka, we explore different ways to say Mama. Let me uh, move forward. Anyways, Mama Dearest has some, some funny things to say. This particular meme says, and I could totally relate to this, got to my doctor appointment. 45 minutes early to sit in peace and scroll my phone. Call that a vacation. <laughs> now I understand why you like to get places early. 
No, I've always been like that. But now I could totally see you who happens to leave 10 minutes before your doctor appointment, no matter where it is, and no matter what the doctor appointment is, leaving an an hour and a half early now. Totally. You know, it's funny because pre-children, I don't want to spend any more in a waiting room, any more time in a waiting room than I had to, right? Now... That's looking kind of great. Now I'm like, you know, I could step off, get a cup of coffee, (laughs) sit in the car, catch up on my correspondence. I like it. It literally is a vacation. Legit vacation. Oh, man. Right? You kind of wish you had a doctor appointment this week. You know what I'm going to do next time I go to the doctor? I'm going to look around. I'm going to see. How long people sit in the wait room. How many moms and dads are in there without their kids on their phones? How long they're sitting there. Because that's premeditated. (laughs) They knew what they were going to do. You know? I like it. It's productive. Because A, you're making sure you get where you get on time. Absolutely. And B, you're finding your calm. And C, because if somebody calls you, you know you've heard people in the waiting room. And they go, oh, 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 I'll call you later. I'm in in the waiting room. And D... You most likely have an extended stay because nobody gets called into the doctor exactly when your appointment is. You usually got to wait another 20 minutes, a half an hour before you even get called back. So now we're we're talking like two hours of peace and quiet. Wow. This This is big. This is a big revelation for all of parenthood. So yeah, I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a note from Mama Dearest. You're, you're gonna have so many doctors. <laughs> I'm just gonna go sit in a waiting room, and they're gonna be like, "Ma'am, what time was your appointment?" I'm gonna be like, "I don't have one. I'm just here for the peace and quiet." <laughs> yeah, I have a gynecologist appointment next week. <laughs> um, just letting you know, I gotta go twice: uh, Tuesday and Thursday. <laughs> Well, guess what? Here's a, a spoke in your wheel on that one. Most uh, gynos are OBGYNs, which means they also birth babies. So in some of those waiting rooms, you have newborns with the parents there waiting on those first appointments. So it's not as quiet as you think in that waiting that, that room. It doesn't bother me. Other kids that I'm not responsible for, their behavior, their loudness. Other their kids are cute. Messiness. I mean, our kids are cute, too. I mean, you look at other kids and you're like, oh. Oh, look, he's spilling his cereal all over the dot. You know, I don't care. It's not my kid. Our kid spills the milk and you're like, ah, great. Our kids are the messiest kids on the planet. But you know, they say don't you don't cry over spilled milk. Sal's going to have a hard used- time finding a wife. I'm going <laughs> to tell you that right now. He is. Because she is going to have to pick up after this guy. Then clean every toilet seat 50 times a day. I mean, there's food on the table, on his chair, on the floor. And and I have learned we are at a stage where I cannot just blindly walk in a bathroom and go to pee. Oh, boy. You know, I... and it's Here it not, is, taxi cab confession time. I would much rather they leave the seat up and I fall into a clean bowl of toilet water. Okay, we get the point. We but, get the point. Yeah. So we <laughs> wheel of memes. It was Mama Dearest, right? M O M M E H underscore Dearest. That's right. Check Instagram. Check Facebook. Check, check Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> I'm sure that they probably have a presence on all of them. But and give them a like. Find Mama Dearest and let her know uh, we uh, appreciate her memes. 
and her inside information. I mean, that's, yeah, that's that was crucial. some that was some key intel for so, sure. I like it. That was good. I like that. And we got a whole wheel full of them. But we we're not going to do it every episode. No, no. Just when we have nothing else to talk about. Or we want when we want to lighten the mood. Like today. <laughs> exactly like today. You got anything else good up your sleeve over there? No, I think that was good. Breast cancer awareness. Take care of your tatas. You need to take care of your tatas. I got a bruise on one. Nobody beats themselves up like old Danny Spano. Nobody. Mentally and physically. If if there is something that you can possibly walk into or hit or bang your body into, you have done it. You would never think that I used to take dance lessons. I am probably the least graceful person you'll ever meet. Unbelievable. Bruises everywhere. Bruises everywhere. Now, this one, I was working the dugout. At the Little League game, hashtag Clay Life. And, uh, oh no. Yeah, go ahead. We got to bring up another story, but it's the end of the show. All right. Well, we're, I'll make this quick. Okay. I was watching a, a play. Yeah. And walking into the dugout to get the next kid ready. And there was a fence there. And, something, and there right? was a fence there, and boom, smacked my booby right into it. Yep. And I was like, that's going to leave a mark. But first, I was like, oh my God, did anybody see that? Looked around, no, just in case I looked at you and was like, haha, I just smashed my boob into the fence, <laughs> <laughs> just in case you saw. And, uh, and then, no, that's going to leave a mark. And it did. What else left a mark was the coach on the other team. Oh, yeah. We were waiting for the field for our son's game and the coach that was coaching third base, because we were on the third base side by the bleachers on the other side of the fence. I'm you not want, even you sure. You want to tell them what we were wearing? And well, not, I mean, it's very specific and descriptive. I'm not sure what happened, but he was arguing with a mom. He, and he he said to her, oh, you know what happened? He, I mean, I know what he, he said. He looked over. Yeah, I, I didn't hear them chirping or saying anything. They were arguing over something. And then he came over, and what did he say to her? Where's your husband? I don't talk to women. Wow. In front of like 15 women, he says this. I have never seen a group of women band together and jump up and lose their minds faster than I did. And my kid isn't even on that team. It wasn't even my game. I was an innocent bystander, as they say, but I was ready to get kicked out of that park right then and there. I'm sorry. That is not a behavior that should be going on in front of a group of little boys because they are so impressionable. And this is not the way we teach them that we respect women. Right. This is not a third world. Islamic country, right? I mean, hello, ring, ring, Gilead calling third base coach. We're looking for you. Blessed be the fruit. Seriously. (laughs) And he said it twice. Twice, because then she was like, excuse me. He's like, you heard me. I don't talk to women. And then the umpire came over and said, all right, ladies, these are seven and eight-year-olds. We all need to calm it down right now. That's because she cursed at him. Well, she did, and she apologized, but. To be quite honest, her cursing in front of those kids, in my opinion, as a woman, was just as bad as him openly disrespecting women to that extent. There is no difference between saying a bad word and behaving really badly. It's on the same level. And nobody ever went to that man and said, you need to apologize. And I watched him because our game was after that. I sat there and watched him like a hawk and never did he come over to to apologize to that mom. No, he went over to the ump after the game. They and fist bumped him. Yeah. That's the worst part. 
You're getting me all riled up all over again. No, I know. And, you know, nobody's going to win in that situation, you know, in front of the kids. So I had to try to calm you down because you're well, a firecracker. <laughs> so I had to calm you down first. And then what are you going to do? I feel sorry for the guy who is that ignorant in today's age that would say something like that. I think like, we should have. It makes me feel bad for him. Like, I'm I not, think we should have shown the kids what happens when you. What happens when you talk to women that way? And I should have walked over, grabbed him by the ear, dragged him over like a little boy to the woman and said, now you apologize to that lady. That would have been a sight. Well, it's a good thing you told me to sit down. Wow. Man, we just went from one hot topic to another in <laughs> this been, episode. It's been a very full episode with a lot of, yeah, a lot of hard hitting things and not a lot of humor. That's Sorry. Okay. Hope it's, I hope it's compelling. And uh, I hope. That people that listen will share, you know. Aloha, my friend in Hawaii. That's right. Share the episode on your social media. Subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you get your podcasts, we're going to be there. It's posted. Even on Alexa, you could just ask her. And honestly, hit us up. If there's a topic you'd like to hear us talk about, just let us know. We're here for your listening pleasure. She's Danny. He's John. Thanks for listening to the Parenting with a Side of Vodka podcast. Hope you come back for more. Please share with all your parent friends and find more of us on social media.